Hi there, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. I wanted to uh, say hello to you today. If you're not familiar with the Keys Bartender podcast, podcast about normally about bartending and Keys life, but I'm going to be talking about, I guess it's going to be loosely affiliated with bartending. And as a bartender, you see all sorts of things. I can speak for myself, but I make the assumption everyone else is somewhat observant. Uh, this episode quickly follows the one previously, so I haven't really done any much work with my behavioral issue that I'm working on, and that is trying to resolve my tunnel vision when it occurs when I when I get under stress at work or at home, or when I'm driving in traffic and things like that, and I don't take it out my wife or my daughter or my coworkers and my friends and things like that. But it made me think about. When am I at my best? And many times, I'm, I'm my best and my worst when I'm meeting new people. It gives you a fresh start. You can pretend who you are. You can pretend to be a person without issues, and you can pretend to be well-adjusted and fun, loving, uh, exuberant, spontaneous. All those things that you really think you want to be. Right. And it made me think about. in a topic I spoke to you guys several times on previous podcasts, catfishing, and it's a phenomenon on social media. And I'm going to put that I'm going to kind of loosely tie it to bartending and to make it about personal life and a little about catfishing. So catfishing, if you're not familiar with it, is when someone uh post a profile. It could be real. Most likely it's fake. And a lot of uh, scammers use it. It turns out there are a lot of people overseas do it, but I'm sure they do it reverse over here in the United States because the um, it, it basically comes from uh, different parts of the world where they don't have as tight of... Um, I guess there would be libel, not libel, but kind of like theft or misrepresentation laws, things that when you, you know, you could be selling financial services or some kind of crazy scam. So in catfishing, you got fake profile. A lot of times when they contact uh, older men or younger men that don't look like they have many friends, you can see the subtle... Um, what they do with catfishing is you have these fake profiles and they friend a lot of people. And here's the thing. Whenever you get an invite from a friend, you'll see that you have a notice that you have a bunch of shared contacts. If you have a decent amount, you'll have shared contacts. And you can see automatically for a catfish, the one that tries to use romance and sex, it's mainly guys. And guys that look like they don't get out too much or older guys. You can be younger guys, uh, younger women with Older guys or younger women with guys that don't look like they get out much at all, you know, and things like that. And they, they kind of strike up a conversation. Usually on Facebook, it's a messenger. And you'll, you'll be saying, hey, Jim, are you going to be making some revelations? I said, listen, I always respond to those people. I realize you shouldn't give them information. Just talking to someone doesn't necessarily give them 
any information as long as you're not you're careful about not giving your address, your phone number, your bank account number, and you know just not too much information where you went to school and all. Even though on a lot of these places on your social media you can have all that information there. And if you think about it, if you have your website with all these, where you live, your family members and all that stuff, your mother's maiden name, you've given people a lot of information to try to figure out if they can uh, maybe spoof your account or anything like that. And usually there's things they can do. One of the basic ones is people, um, uh, besides catfishing, they say they're locked out of account and you have to copy a screen if you could send them the picture or get a picture of their screen, what, what you're doing is you could give them control of your social media account. And people think they're, um, you just, you don't want to copy anything from someone's screen and put it on, on the screen, copy it and repost it. Don't do that. You know, there's features on Facebook, people, I don't understand if people say, you got to copy this and post it on your page. No. There's a, share peach, there's a share feature on most social media, and then you hit share, and you can share it onto your feed. So whenever anybody asks you to copy and send it back to them and stuff like that, always be a little bit wary. Another thing is, when they're talking to you, if you're not interested, I don't know what happens when, you, when they feign a romantic intention. With the person. I don't know where that goes. I, I know they start doing it and they say, hey, listen, are you single? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like saying, if you're in Singapore, what in the hell do you think is going to happen? And how desperate does a person have to be to send money to someone in Singapore in hopes that you're going to be in a romantic relationship? If you're, I mean, just kind of crazy, right? So I don't know where that necessarily goes or how people suck them into that. You got to be, I guess, pretty desperate. But there's the other one they do when they figure out they uh, they must have these complex uh, procedures over there. They, I think most of these uh, accounts where they post, you, you can see it on, on, on Twitter, and uh, mainly Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, is they'll, fo- they'll be following. If you look under the amount of people they're following. There'll be hundreds of people they follow. And there'll only be like, you know, one-tenth of the amount of people will be following them. Because first of all, none of those people know who they are. And second of all, they don't post a lot of pictures. They only have one or two picture at pictures. And they've only been on that social media uh, platform at most maybe three months. And then it normally gets flagged. Because these, uh, I guess there's so many of them out there. It's hard for the policing of it by these companies. But eventually they do catch on what they're doing. And they say this account is banned and things like that. But what you would find quickly if you responded to every, you know, every so often I get people saying, hi, Jim, this and that. And it's usually... um, a younger, attractive woman. And recently, I mean, until a couple, uh, until this year, it was mainly Asian, uh, pictures of Asian women. And I guess 
they would just get a couple pictures and they would be uh it looked like a someone of asian origin or background a woman and they'll have pictures of her with food they like posting pictures of food and spas and things like that and not anything real personal the pictures seem to be almost posed and things like that and it's i'm pretty sure it's not the person you're talking to and i think it's a phone bank so when they get a hold of someone they send messages if they friend 500 people they'll send messages to 500 people and that's why they call it catfishing. You're hoping someone responds back and they respond back and forth. Hi, do I know you? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not. I'm in a relationship. Uh, the person, let's say the person they're trying to catfish, the victim. Uh, the person says, well, I'm not interested in it. Blah, 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 blah. I'll be happy to talk to you, this and that. Or they can actually think that there's a romantic relationship going on there. Okay. If it's a romantic relationship, I guess there's a different system it would go to so when they bite when there's a bite i'm sure they send it to someone they may have an algorithm that responds in the beginning hi so and so i'm and goes back and forth to see if the person is going to respond and then we'll continue eventually they'll see if they're going to go the romantic route or they're going to start talking about retirement and they're going to start talking about cryptocurrency and foreign exchange and this way if they can't get you through the romantic one they'll get you through uh financial and both of them eventually will be financial because they're going to eventually ask you for money. And that's the, the goal of it there. The goal is to get you money, to get your money. So recently, it seems as if those profiles have changed and they're more local. They're more local. The people from, but they, and they use more, there's, there could be um, maybe U.S. citizens that are attempting to do this because you see pictures of people and they have real, it looks like real accounts because the pictures are real and they keep on adding pictures and they go back and forth and they're attempting, I guess it's people working from their homes, contacting 100 people and then say, listen, if I could get like a 2 3% uh, um, success rate out of like 2 300 That'd be six, seven people you can get money from. Either way, profane and romantic relationship or some kind of financial scheme, cryptocurrency, things like that. So I get them. And you heard, if you've been listening to the show, I respond to them in the beginning because I'm hoping, beyond all hopes, one thing I am hoping for is not a romantic relationship. It's a listener contacting me. And if someone says... You know, if you really want to hook me, you say, I'm a listener. I'm a listener. I'm going to respond. And I will do things that they hope the other people would do. I'm not saying crazy stuff. I'm not sending dick pics or anything like that. I'm talking about I'm responding to them. I'm fixing RSS feeds on to um, different podcasting streams or podcasting networks and things like that. So my listeners can get the show but when it comes to uh, these catfishers I'm always trying to figure out their angle and I guess part of it is I, I find it unusual that let's say a woman who's in her mid 30s is contacting a guy that's 60 years old who's not I may, they may not be investigating my website too or my, my social media pages too well or they may be under the impression that 
I have a large disposable income that will make their life, if not easier, somewhat more profitable. And I guess if you're, and that's why I think if someone's really pursuing it, they're in an impoverished country or they are an impoverished area in the company, country where they're attempting to catfish. So if they could get like two, three, four hundred dollars, it's a big impact that day. In the United States, you know, it's some people don't think two, three hundred dollars, they think like thousands of dollars, right? Thousands. So when there's a local person in the United States and nearby catfishing you, I'm thinking, wow. There must be a really long game here. And uh, I'm hoping, uh, I, I did get contacted by some uh, young woman, I get, and according to it, I guess she's be 34. That's, I know, when you say 34, and that's a young woman, uh, that is a young woman, or something like that. And they're contacting you, and they're within 40 miles. But then you look at the bio of the person. I'm thinking, well, this person obviously has to be a listener. Or they must know me from my bar or my spin class. No, I look at it and it looks to be as if they transitioned. Because um, the person is uh, is nearby. But to also have some of the other traits of the foreign catfishers. And I, I really believe that mostly, it's probably mostly guys that respond or the people responding on the other end. I'm almost absolutely sure. But some of them, when the, the big thing for, uh, I know what's going to go on is when they go to WhatsApp. Because WhatsApp is not policed. And once you've got someone's number on WhatsApp, because they're always on these, on social media accounts, there's one of their uh, normal traits of these catfishing things is to ask people, oh, it's kind of cumbersome or complicated to talk on the messaging apps inside the social media, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So why don't we go to WhatsApp? And I think because WhatsApp will not, you can almost do anything on WhatsApp and not get uh, banned. Obviously, you can't get banned because it's a private messaging system. So I always hear that. Whenever I hear someone say that's WhatsApp, I know it's not a listener. I know it's, and second of all, you know, it's with these catfishing things, I'm attempting to convert a catfisher into a listener in another country and saying, this guy has a podcast, you know, the person is catfishing. Maybe I'll get at least get some entertainment from them. Or maybe they're, you know, if I'm, if I really mess around with them, maybe I'll get a negative review, which I guess that's counterintuitive. I shouldn't do that. But if I get a negative review from Singapore or something like that, that's usually because I pissed off or, or India but I was talking to my friend earlier today. Whenever I get a response from somebody, it could be that the servers they're working through could be in that country. But I have no problem. I, I, I don't think that someone from the United States is going to an Indian server to do that. But 
to get to the point is like it, it was it's really interesting to think about those attempts and what their motivations are. I know motivations financial in the end. But the motivations of people to respond is because they're responding out of loneliness. They want to be with someone. And even though they're not really going to be with someone, even in the best scenarios, the best scenario, you have this 28-year-old beautiful model-like Chinese uh, pharmaceutical exec or beauty, uh, beauty uh, company exec. It's going to come over to your trailer in... Uh, Penobscot, Wisconsin, and hang out with you and give you a back rub or whatever you want. Not happen. So, but when you're, uh, I like to imagine the conversations people have when they're being uh, catfished and how interesting, like you're talking to someone from a, a totally, you know, I wouldn't say farm because of the way entertainment's consumed. You can pretty much go through the motions of what pastime and romantic encounters Americans go through. So the person that's doing the catfishing will pretend to be that way, right? And the person that's being catfished will pretend to be a certain way. And that's pretty much what happens at a bar. Catfishing happens in person where people pretend to be something they aren't. I see a lot of time in guys, guys try to you know, be really, and I've done it, I've done it my own, where you try to build yourself up. It's like having a padded resume. You're padding your resume when you're talking to someone, someone you're attracted to. You're just saying, well, yeah, I'm do this, 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 this is my jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm very popular. I work out really uh, frequently. I'm a, a disciplined eater. I make a lot of money. I have many leather-bound books. No, that's from Anchorman. But people, when they're when they're looking to attract someone, it is the similar thing to catfishing. And uh, you can discard those psychological unconscious things that people do when they're trying to attract someone. Guys will stand up, throw out their chest. Women will play with their hair, uh, smile, someone. Try to send a drink, which is the most thing. Sending drinks. Sending drinks is a... um, God. It is a... it's, It's almost a reactionary occurrence when someone sends a drink it's done without much thought like what are you doing right there there was i remember two years ago i haven't seen this guy in a while he worked at a dive shop he always wore a cowboy hat and since i haven't seen him i don't think anybody will necessarily talk about him he may not be in the area one time but he had recently broken up with his girlfriend it was over a year ago year and a half maybe and he came in and there were Four women. One of the women at the bar was significantly younger than the rest. The rest, I think they were in their 40s, late 40s, and the other one was in her early 20s. And I think it was a daughter or a niece of one of the women. She was a very attractive girl. 
And she either was too young to drink or she chose not to drink because she didn't ask for a drink and didn't quarter and didn't find out. Well, this guy comes in, he looks, and he wants to send a drink down the bar. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, you want to buy those ladies drinks? She goes, no, I want to buy that one woman a drink. And I said, really? And it had pretty much the effect of what I thought it would have. His um, approach was rebuffed. The, the women around them didn't quite, the women that, the older women, they didn't, they frowned upon it. The one that was supposedly the recipient of the drink, which I would have had to Carter anyway if I did, um, rejected it. And I thought, well, that's kind of a bold move and kind of a, you know, not really good form. Because you're going to, if you're going to send a drink to women, you're going to have to send it to all of them. And I guess he's right because he says, I just want to show that woman I'm interested. And he, this guy does not have a problem with failure because he did it again. There was a young woman at a table of 12. And he singled her out, sent her a drink, had her do shots with him at the bar. Ended up not leaving with, with her, but I thought it was an interesting tactic. And you know... I kind of found a kinship with the guy. Because the guy, I can look at him and objectively say, he was not a bad-looking dude. He was in reasonable shape. I wasn't a fan of the big cowboy hat. You know, we're in Key Largo. It's not like we're in Montana. But that was his stick. And uh, I thought, wow. Well, I, I think I misconstrued his attempts as being partially successful instead of seeing them as dramatic failures because if he had done it more pleasantly there was a bet there were better tactics to employ you know one would be approach the group of women say hello learn all their names and say introduce yourself uh first of all i think he may have been too old for the young woman he tried to send a drink to the first time the second time she was a little young too but she did respond and came back in both cases neither girls left with him and i misconstrued that one when that girl came over for a drink as a success when i thought well he could have probably done a lot better with that I mean, it was a bold move, but in the end, it was ineffective. And it could have been, I had to see like two or three more uh, of the attempts to declare it, whether successful or not. But I have a feeling it's not successful. And I do have a belief that he could have done it a little better. And that same thing goes for, because it's um, not exactly catfishing, but you're going, you're throwing out the line. The drink is the line. Let's buy the drink. Let's see, they have the drink. Let's see, once they accept the drink, they come over. The buying the drinks for someone has a very low percentage of success. A conversation, a smile, a joke, that has, a, I think, just the same, if not higher, success rate. And so I see these things. On how they do it. And I see girls and girls do that by trying to be outrageous sometimes. Be loud. Sounding like they might be up for anything. 
when sometimes they're just, I hesitate calling scaring guys off, but they're not getting the whole idea. Like sometimes guys think, well, um, in their heads, people have different intentions. Like a lot of times guys are very immediate. They're not some now, the percentages could be off a little bit that, but it's usually guys looking for a short-term gratification. And I mean, it's the stereotype. Guys are looking for a short-term gratification, and a lot of times the girls are looking for a long-term, a longer-term commitment. Now, that has changed in recent years, I'll grant that. But it's still the case in a lot of circumstances. Guys are looking saying, I want to get laid tonight. And the girl's thinking, I want to find out if this guy's decent. If he's decent, I want to convert this into a long-term, a longer-term relationship. See how they work. Not long-term, long-term, with the eyes on that. And everyone has that kind of dance they do at there. The guys are saying, listen, if I can close this tonight, I'm going to close this tonight. And just move on. That's what a lot of guys do. That's the, you got to look out for that. Now, if they ask for a phone number, that does tilt your hand to thinking or an email address or something. Email address. I mean, can you give me my email? That'd be really hard to. You must be some wordsmith if you think you're going to convert a girl with an email. But yeah, the phone number, you know, writing on your hand. Nowadays, you could just put it in there. I guess I've seen it on. I've seen it on TV shows when people just put it in their phones. You say, send me a text message. I'll send you a return. We can exchange phone numbers. It's the first thing. You know, that's always... And if I was a girl, I'd be really reluctant to just give anybody my phone number. You don't know what a person is. Because like I said, with catfishing and like anything else, people are pretending to be their, what they think is their most attractive self. And that could be in behavior, that'd be in the looks, that'd be looking their habits and their courtesies that they offer. They're under their best behavior. You know how that re- relationship behavior is the first couple times you get to get move in. Once you move in with someone, once they just fart in front of you, no matter what, you know, the magic is gone. You know, if they do that in the beginning, <laughs> just imagine what they're going to do in a couple months. But no, if they do that in the beginning, they're not veiling anything. They say, That's just the way I am. You know, sometimes you can say, oh, the person lost their cool a little. You say, well, that's, and the person apologizes for it. says, say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not normally like that. But, um, and you don't make a big deal about it. That's usually a better sign than someone that's totally tightly wound. Because when you ever seen Sleep with the Enemy, the Julia Roberts movie, people lose their shit once they think they got you. They lose their shit. They act their way. They act crazy. They act jealous. They do all those things. The nuances of human relationships. That's just the way they are. I've been through it too. Tremendously, especially when I was drinking. A tremendously jealous individual I am. I don't want anybody else you know, eating from my dog bowl. I don't mean to call someone a dog bowl, a woman a dog bowl or anything like that, but I mean, it's like I'm very possessive and protective. And also, 
Jealousy is a sign of insecurity. And if you truly care about the person, you know, that, that old saying, if you truly love someone, let them go if they come back. If they don't come back, it was never meant to be. If they come back, it was meant to be. Whatever, it's love. Or it's just the way relationships are going to be. You know, there's nothing worse than having to hold on to something desperately. Desperately and saying, well, listen, I have a tenuous grip on this person. If I let them go, they're going to run away. If I let them talk to this person, they're going to quickly decide this person is much better than me. So all those things, this is the messages we're sending people. You know, when you don't get jealous and you, you don't want to be overly blasé, you can say, you know, someone, you're talking to a girl and someone comes walking up to them and say, hey, can't you see I'm talking to this person right now? Could you give me a moment? And then, you know, if they want to talk to you, they'll talk to you a little later. You can say that. That'll show a little, that'll show a little, uh, Maturity. I wish I could. That's probably like a real confident movie. Say, listen, don't be rude. They may or not be free in a couple minutes. <laughs> like that. Look, holding off to the side. You say, listen, I'm talking here. But um, yeah, that was always. I, I remember going to a bar one time with uh, a date um, years ago. It's got 19. God, I guess 30, 30 something years ago. I was 22, maybe 23. I'm in a bar with this girl. It's her first or second date. And uh, there's three guys across the bar, and one of them sends a drink over. And uh, I ended up drinking the drink and toasting the guy. He got rather upset. Though his friends kept them from coming. Uh, what I should have done, I mean, I didn't know back then there wasn't the craze, the roofie, that roofie stuff going on. Oh, I hope it's a, yeah, that, that wasn't a thing then. So I drank the drink. Person got upset. I should have probably said, hey, listen, have the drink. You can have the drink and thank the person. Thank you for buying a drink. It's less drink I have. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just in, guys' insecurity. That was me. And I'm not saying all young guys are that way. And I'm not saying all people like that. All I'm saying is I was like that. And I realize now there's no use being with a person that if it's better to know early on if you can only hold on to that person for like the second date, maybe halfway through, and they end up going, oh, do you want to, I did have, I did go out on a date one time with someone, the girl proceeded to drink like I drank normally, but I was driving and it was on my best behavior that night. She got a little drunk, she wanted to go to a bar to see an ex-boyfriend, and she was crying and stuff like that, and I said, do you want to go see it? I go, okay. And she goes, where are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to leave you here with your and she goes why and I said because you want to see well you don't understand I said I do understand you're still thinking about this guy and I don't want to be a date so either I'll take you home or take you to the bar and so I took her to a bar and left her left her there Uh, I was a little resentful for it but I should have thanked her and said hey listen thanks for letting me know I didn't want to get attached to you because she was 
she was a nice looking girl, but I'm glad I didn't, didn't invest too much, make a, too much of an emotional investment to that because that hurts no matter what. No matter what, when someone rejects you, it hurts. So watching these things at the bar, the cat catfishing kind of highlights the nuances of the dance in human relationships. And I know I didn't hit on all of them, but I do appreciate when they do it, when people try to they think about that. Even though you, the person I'm talking to, Catfish, could be a guy pretending to be a girl, doing stuff like that. And I'm not talking romantic, and I'm being friendly back and forth. Um, I try not to, I don't think I, I don't try to hint at anything that could be suggestive. And I'm trying not to do that with you. And I hope uh, you have a good day. Be careful um, in your relationships and everything. And I will be back again on another day. Bye.